how is Boris Johnson earning millions? Welcome to Mark and Pete. Here's a thought. If your political career suddenly derails and your station is feeling the strain, sell tracks of your story when all else fails and then jump on the gravy train. Yes, Boris Johnson, the former Prime Minister, has earned nearly £5 million since he left his role. Now, this is a staggering amount of money. How has he done it? Well, it seems that Mr Johnson has been going on many a tour. Presentations, speaking events, writings and advancements for some of his books and many other things. Well, many people will say, well done, Mr Johnson, you are earning your crust. But the fact of the matter is, many people will say, hold on, he's an elected member of parliament. Where is the integrity of his cause to serve his community? Clergyman Pete, I ask you, do you think that Boris Johnson is just on a ticket to ride? Hmm. Well, I can simply answer that by saying, yes, he seems to be out to make as much money as he can. Now, um, looking back on it, shouldn't we say in fact that that was always the case? Uh, it does seem, looking on his career as Prime Minister, what he wanted to do was be Prime Minister and yeah. wasn't that interested in doing the job. And having the position of Prime Minister, or more accurately, having had the position of Prime Minister, gives you a ticket to print money. I mean, Boris Johnson, what has he made about five million yes. on, uh, this year on top of his on top of his salary of eighty four thousand pounds a year, which uh, he yeah. receives as a as a as a member of Parliament. Now. Uh, it, that's a lot of money, and um, I think all of it was made after he left. Correct. That's the whole point. After he left as prime minister, yes. so uh, no wonder he didn't seem particularly upset when he resigned. <laughs> he seemed quite jaunty about it. Well, um, yes, yeah. So, uh, what is the motivation behind people who go, are elevated to these high positions of the country? Uh, is it purely selfish? And it does seem to be, the, that's what it looks like. Well, it to does. any anyone looking at this, it seems that he's just cashing in and from how he handled himself as Prime Minister, that he always intended to do it. Well, many people have been scratching their heads wondering why he did not make the political comeback that we thought that he was going to. So, as we all know, he yeah, left yeah. Uh, in ignominy, and Liz Truss took over. Um, when Liz Truss left, it left a gap. You may say there was a gap. It was Liz Truss. <laughs> but nevertheless, the fact of the matter is, is that he decided not to run against Rishi Sunak. Well, when you get a 510 thousand pounds advance for his political memoirs along with um, 1.8 million registered since leaving office for nine speeches delivered in the US, India, Portugal, the UK and Singapore and I'm sure there are many others on the uh, horizon. Yes. The fact of the matter is it all tots up to nearly five million pounds. Now yes. okay that's Indeed. where he is today so you wonder well maybe actually coming back to be prime minister was not as lucrative now, of course, the cynical will say, <laughs> well, 
What would you do in his situation? Well, the fact of the matter is he's not the only one, is he? Because, of course, we've seen other people do this. We've seen Matt Hancock, for example, suspended as he was. The fact is he went off to join (laughs) I'm a celebrity. Get me out of here. And he earned hundreds of thousands of pounds. Should he have done that? Many people said no. So is it really that we deserve the politicians that we get? clergyman pete or what other mechanism can we put in place to stop this happening because it well, seems that um he's not the only one i'm going to reference somebody else another hero yeah. of the past tony blair now when tony blair was prime minister accepting that he had a longer tenure of course in politics yeah. particularly as a prime minister but when he left my goodness did he earn a lot of money on the public circuit and also in the private sectors being an advisor to many others. He earned millions of pounds. And this, you could say, is that he served his public, but still at the same time, there was a good cash payout at the end. So what do you think? I mean, is this just an open market? It's a free economy, and that's something we just have to accept? And that's the precedent. That's the way it all works. Or maybe that we need to reevaluate the type of person that we want to run our nation. I ask you, Commissioner Pete, what do you what do you what is your take on this? Well, there there is a mechanism to recall MPs now if you had a p- petition that have yes. signatures, and I think we should use it more. I think when people show lack of integrity, they need to be removed from public office, and the, it's a relatively new, but there is a mechanism to do it. And then when it comes to voting in. Uh, new people uh, we have an election a German election we go and vote for the same jokers as we did before yeah. now the, what, what should happen is we just don't no one votes because we just don't trust any of them I mean we get them because we get these people in place because we vote for them and uh, in the end it's a reflection of who we are that we mm. get these grasping uh, people who have no intellectual weight or any sort of moral compass, it seems, actually running the place. There are MPs who seem to have a moral compass, but they seem to me to be few and far between. And so what's happening is such a large scale. I can't say it's just them. I think it's us as the people who are voting for them in Britain. And, and there needs to be a big change. Nigel Farage, who is a leader of um, two political parties, uh, yeah. Uh, he uh, had a uh, he ran one of his parties in a general election, got four million votes and one seat in Parliament yeah. because of the way that it was run. And he uh, was saying, "Well, we, you know, you're not going to get change because people are just so set in the ways they vote for these people who don't have their best interests at heart." And uh, he then went on to say what he thought would happen. Then he corrected himself and he said, "No, this is what should happen." Yeah, He doesn't actually have faith that people are going to bring it about. So I'm afraid uh, it is true that we have people like Boris Johnson who do seem to be just on the make. And unless we change our ways, it'll just keep happening. Well, that's a, exactly. And I can see that that's the case. And now here's the, the other thing, because many people have said 
in recent analysis of politics in the last 10 years, that not enough people with industry experience or other areas of society have come into politics. Um, if you think of bygone days in the 20th century, there were people from the clergy, business, there were people from the military, there were people from many other different areas of, uh, of life who decided to actually uh, commit themselves to politics. And that was their vocation. They didn't sell out effectively. Um, now, you could also argue that whilst politics is a very turbulent life and you have to accept from their perspective, as has always been the case, that it's not an easy job. You're having to serve your local constituency and that's fair enough i mean obviously that's where it should be we always say that it needs to be about localism and that's what we want matt hancock um so the fact of the matter is, is if you don't serve your community then why why on earth would we see any of these individuals as being credible selling out now Here's the thing. I think that it does need a complete overhaul of legislation to stop people doing this. But here's the thing as well. I'm very happy for MPs and indeed even the prime minister to be paid more because I think it's reasonable to say the whilst on average earnings that MPs as well as the prime minister today earn more than most it's still a relatively small amount than in the private sector. Some of the individuals in business can earn two, three, four, five, six, and even 10 times as much. And yet there isn't the incentive to come into politics and stay in the role. And so uh, to me, I think that um, we've talked about this before, the system is broken, it doesn't work. And we've seen, as you say, that we tend to attract a certain type of individual. But maybe then, um, if we could see um, a way forward, that there's a way of actually incentivizing people from industry, uh, as well as other areas of society. I mean, do you think that that is one way going forward? Um, and more no, of an incentive, is effectively, a longer term commitment. Yes, I do think that um, you need a better career structure than uh do your job and then as soon as you get out you learn earn millions because uh, uh, that is just a a recipe for corruption isn't it and not paying people enough while they're working is a recipe for corruption while you're on the job uh, matt hancock and so <laughs> what you have is uh, we have is structural changes we could make you're right that, that could improve matters um and i think that um Something else uh, that we could do, we could make it easier, more obvious uh, how to recall your MPs. And another thing you could do is have the selection of MPs being an open primary. Yeah. Uh, that is to say, having people rather than having people just in the party selecting a candidate who you then vote for, you actually have the electorate voting for the candidate. Yeah. Yeah. And that would mean they were exposed to scrutiny that they're not so much these are it can get out of hand in the united states being exposed to scrutiny means people hounding you and interviewing yeah your close relatives trying to make them out to be idiots and charlatans and that sort of thing so it, it can go too far but i think a step in that direction having some sort of open primary would help 
Well, here's the other thing as well. I'm very much in favor for MPs doing other activities in the way that if they say, for example, let's say if they um, commit time, agreed time to a worthy cause like a charity. So anything that they earn outside of being an MP goes to a worthy cause, meaning all of it, not just some of it, Matt Hancock. And that would be certainly um, something that I could see then playing to a cause and playing to something positively political in the sense that it supports the cause of the nation or the community. Matt Hancock. Yes. Yes. Matt Hancock, Boris Johnson, sold out and sold their souls for filthy lucre. And uh, at some point in the future, they will reap their just rewards. Sadly, at the moment, they're just reaping lots and lots of spondulics, lots of cash. And so uh, we have to watch out for the way that we're treated and uh, put into place some changes. That's what we're thinking about this on Mark and Pete, uh, this subject on Mark and Pete. Let us know what you think. Uh, you just have to go to markandpete.com and leave a comment. Make sure you subscribe, then you can leave a comment on this and every episode. But um I guess that's it. Any final comments, Mark? Well, no, I, I certainly would say it's um, I'm, I'm open to um, any kind of incentive. Um, and we're waiting for I'm a celebrity. Get me out of here. Uh, yes, I could see Cosham and Pete eating some very strange substances. in the. No, I, uh, I get paid far too much doing this job. But uh, yes, uh, catch you next time, everyone. <laughs> Bye for now. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC.